Welcome, welcome to the best five minute wine podcast. I'm your host, Forrest Kelly. From the sea to the glass, wine has a past. Our aim at the best five minute wine podcast is to look for adventure at wineries around the globe. After all, grape minds think alike. Let's start the adventure. Our featured winery is. We continue our conversation with Richard Turley of Colorado Cellars in Palisades, Colorado. What is a typical day for you? There is no typical day. We work 18-hour days, it seems like. You see, we raise a lot of our own grapes, too. We have about uh, 22 acres of grapes and different varieties, and then we have peach orchards as well. So when we're not at the winery, we're working in those vineyards or orchards. Of course, we have people that work with us, too, but I don't know. A typical day is, is we're here in the office in the morning, and then we're not. We're either out in the vineyards, or sometimes we're bottling all day, or or doing whatever needs to be done. I mean, it's, it is a family-run and owned and operated winery, so we do whatever we need to do, and we're active here every day. 18-hour days, wow. So who all is involved in those 18-hour days? Well, it's just my wife and I running the winery. We have two sons, but they're, they grew up here. They're, they're, they've got their own careers now. So the oldest son actually owns the winery's original brand, which was Colorado Mountain Vineyards. That was the original brand and the name of the winery from 1978 until 1986, at which point Colorado Cellars became another DBA. And quite frankly, that was done because the investors were the ones who were Colorado Mountain Vineyards and we wanted a clean break with a new brand. I'm not sure if you're aware, but as of 86, you can't really call a winery with a, a state name anymore or a viticulture name. So we're sort of grandfathered in there. What do you mean by that? Well, it's a federal law. You can't use AVA name in your company name anymore. You can't call a winery California Cellars or Nevada Cellars or anything like that. It's prohibited as of 86. There's got to be some logic behind that, I guess. Well, I think the logic was, as I understand it, there was an old brand uh, called California Cellars operating out of California, but they were using wine from another country. The uh, BATF felt that it was confusing a customer. That's what most of these laws are supposed to do is to clear up and make it easier for the customer to understand what they're getting although i'm not sure if that's always happened what what kind of highlights do you do is i mean when you've got to do a job at the winery what's your favorite thing to do oh boy i don't know that's a tough question driving the big tractors <laughs> out in the field in the in the beautiful weather you know, I'm, I'm a jack of all trades i just fell in wherever i needed to be i guess it's just it's never dull around here forest i mean if we're bottling we're we're loading the vans or calling the customers like you know, i guess that might be it now that i think about it uh, having been on the road up until a year ago i was the one doing all the deliveries and visiting the accounts so that's probably my favorite part is still visiting with them once a week how far away do you go well we do the whole state so <laughs> pretty far so colorado's a big state right yeah your wife how long have you been married Wow, let me think. Uh, 1981, 41 years, she says. She's signaling me 41 years. (laughs) (laughs) And she has always wanted to be a a winemaker? Well, I don't know about that. She she jumped right into it, and she does pretty good, I think. We've got a wall full of metals, so something's right. Yes, I see. That uh, might be an understatement. In 2011, Colorado Cellars entered the first Colorado Governor's Cup wine competition 
A wall full of medals? Yes, your entire line of 24 wines won a medal. In our next episode, we'll find out more about these award-winning wines. Will somebody answer that phone? It's time, boys and girls, for our listener voicemail. Hi, my name's Brett. I live in Lake Havasu City, Arizona. Um, I'm new to the wine world, and I'm trying to find a nice red wine to go with a filet mignon. Do you have a recommendation? Because filet mignon is uh, so lean, it's often cooked rare to medium rare so that it retains its flavor, its mild flavor. Keep in mind that you don't want a heavy red wine to strip away all of that subtle flavor, so you want a light red wine. So I'd recommend a blended red wine like a Bordeaux. Thank you for your question, Brett. Thank you for listening. I'm Forrest Kelly. This episode of the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast was produced by iHizzard. If you like the show, please tell your friends and pets and subscribe. Until next time, pour the wine and ponder your next adventure. Hi, before you go, we have exciting news. The best five-minute wine podcast has teamed with a breakthrough technology and added a new feature on our website that's bound to elevate your podcast experience. Here is where we need your help. Trying to remember something from an episode? Search for it, and we will find it for you. Have you ever thought you could just ask questions and chat about the episodes as if you were talking to me? Well, now you can. That's right. Our episodes are now interactive, and they're waiting to have a conversation with you. Jump into a chat with our podcast, and let's get the conversation started. Try it out, and tell us what you think. Click on the banner at the top of the website, thebestwinepodcast.com, to try it. 